The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and those people still stuck on the election thing, even though that's not what we're talking about. Hello? Hello? We're not talking about that today, okay? You want to get stuck in all that hoopla about that and figure out which tyrant's going to rule you the next four years, knock yourself out, but this isn't what it's about today, all right? Anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. And here at the Sons of Liberty, we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left or who's getting into office, but who's on the straight and narrow. If you don't want to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can watch the live video feed of the radio show. If you're listening by Red State Talk Radio, you want to watch the live video feed, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and you'll be able to watch that there. Uh, You can also check that out on uh, Bradley's Twitter feed at BradleyDean1, Bradley with B-R-A-D-L-E-E, Dean1 on Twitter. Our Periscope and Twitch accounts at Setting Brushfires. Facebook at Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is Bradley Dean. You gotta do a search for it, and it's right there on the on the page in YouTube. Also on the front page of BeforeIt'sNews.com, and also on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. If you would like to support the Sons of Liberty, <clears throat> we do not uh, ask for money, but what we do is we let you know we do have needs, and as we do, as you're able and as you desire to do so. Uh, we would ask that you would consider supporting the Sons of Liberty. You can do that, and I should have had this up earlier, but uh, you can do that by going to sonsoflibertymedia.com, and right there at the top of the page, you will be able to see a donate link. And that's right here for those watching. And then you can make a one-time donation, or you can come over here and you can become a son or daughter of liberty, and you can set a monthly amount that you'd like to, to to partner with us in doing the things that we're doing at Sons of Liberty. So uh, just remember us there. Also, if you'll go to the right side of the page there, let me go right back over there again. And um, there is this, if you want, there's an email box there that you can subscribe. You get one email a day that uh, provides you the articles that we've got, including what Bradley writes. And that comes to you once once each evening. We don't rent out the list, so you're not getting a bunch of spam with it or anything like that, and if you want to do that, head over to Sons of Liberty Media, 
and sign up for that as well. Now, <clears throat> people are asking in the chat room uh, <laughs> the title today, Adults Only? <laughs> well, it's not adults only like that. Um, we're going to be dealing with the fact that you're being targeted, I'm being targeted, not just what you think of as grade school kids or high school kids, but you and I who are well beyond graduation time, right? <laughs> and if you want to talk about that, this is happening by the United Nations. It's happening by the Department of Education. That's right. It's happening under this administration like it happens under the other ones and like it'll happen under the next one that comes in. If you want to talk about that, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Love to hear from you guys this morning. We are not talking the election. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this. So let's keep it to the topic. And again, we would love to hear from you. With that said, it's Rotten to the Core Wednesday. So we want to bring on uh, my co-host for Wednesdays, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. <laughs> and Lynn was fixing her hair while I was uh, <laughs> while I was taking my <clears throat> heart and body extract, okay, which is like ah, garlic and oregano with a shot of alcohol in it that I hold under my tongue that's literally burning the bottom of my tongue. Off. And uh, I think she was having a little fun with that this morning <clears throat> while we were getting ready to start. Anyway, Lynn, you got a lot to get to, uh, so we want to let you do that this morning. So tell us what you got on for us. Well, thank you so much, and happy Thanksgiving Eve to everyone. Hope you got your turkey spot out. If not, you better get busy doing something else then. So anyway, uh, that said, uh, the reason why I chose for adults only as the title is because I wanted to get your attention. It has nothing to do with sex. It has everything to do with how you are being just as put in the Common Core Machine workforce prep track that your kids are. And again, this is not just for public school students. This is for every student, every American, whether you're in school, out of school, or like me, you haven't been back to school in eons. Well, that's exactly right. Um, We're going to get to the issue that we talk about a lot, and that is this idea that they're trying to, to get all of us into their Mm -hmm. education, their indoctrination center or systems so that we can uh, be the cogs in their wheel so that we can be the good little communist workforce that they want us to be. They couch it in the language of apprenticeship and education when it's really Mm -hmm. indoctrination and slavery. (laughs) And, you know, this is a topic that you and I have covered so many times, Tim. It really, really is. So why we're back here again is, uh, D.C. has ramped up not only adult public charter schools, but family public charter schools. And so I got to looking at it. I've done some research on it a couple of years ago. And in the resources, everybody's going to be able to find all that information. And one of the things that was very apparent to me was this is something that's been going on a long, long time. So I contacted our lovely uh, fierce warrior, Charlotte Iserbite, and um, I asked her, I said, you know, here's what I've previously found on adult charters. Do you have any leads? And she emailed me back, Tim, and she goes, 
I remember distinctly hearing about it during my time at the Department of Education, and I wasn't sure what had happened to it. And then she proceeded to send me all kinds of leads for where I could find the old documents from where this actually has come to us from Russia. Okay. All right. And what are what are those? Okay, we have the, um, let's see here. Let me get in my email that I sent you. All right, we have the United States-Russian Citizen Exchange Agreement. That is going to be resource number six in the email, Tim. Okay, and if you look at the first couple of paragraphs, you're going to see education is woven in there. Now, this is from 1989. This is from the president's uh, documents, okay? So it tells you here that this is a official academic, cultural, and performing artist exchange agreement. So you've got the Department of State in here. You've got the Soviet foreign um, government in here as well. It says it authorizes projects in education, performing arts, exhibits, television, film, and a citizen exchange. Well, now that doesn't sound so bad, all right, until you get to looking at what we have seen happened since then okay resource number seven tim is the next one to go to this is the u.s russia education agreement and in it you'll see corporations are named the state department is named many of our uh, american universities are named the national academy for science is also named and exactly what this is setting up is not only a k-12 through workforce prepped society, but a K through age 80 workforce society. Let me say that again, a K kindergarten through age 80. And um, Charlotte also told me that there was a document that actually mentions this. I have been trying my best to find this uh, pretty much late into the night and early this morning. Um, I did send, I think, the Eric document to you over Facebook so you can show people that this particular resource did land in the U.S. Department of Education. All right. Which one was this? Because I've got the um, document okay, resume. I think, it was like the last, I think it was like the last one, Tim. It'll say Eric in it, all in big letters, E-R-I-C. Uh, you're talking about it by email or you're talking about by Facebook? No, no I'm sorry. Uh, messenger. I'm so sorry. I thought I said Facebook. Okay. I, I, I have two Did things. You? I've got Charlotte's book, Wolves in Sheep's Clothing or her document there. And then yep. I've got something called a document resume, which is um, hang on. this little guy right here. Uh, yep. I believe that is the, yeah, I think that's the one that okay. the uh, Federal Department of Education got. And if you scroll through it, you should be, a, yep, that's it. Now, okay. just pause right there, please. This particular Workforce Innovation Network is a government entity. And if you look over at the side, you'll see some of the different uh, groups that are also in cahoots with them. All right, so this is all about the K through age 80 uh, system and it's detailed in this particular document but one of the things that is mentioned in this particular resource Tim is the National Alliance of Business 
Work America is the newsletter from May 1998. And here's what the title of that newsletter said, and I quote, Knowledge Supply Chain, Managing the K-80 through Learning, the Business Force on Workforce Development, Volume Number 15, Issue Number 5. Now, if you can find that particular document, Please let me know because that is the one, that's the smoking gun. But in the meantime, <clears throat> excuse me for that. There is a document that I could not open that was Charlotte's Wolves in Cheap Clothing. And I believe this particular newsletter is in there as well. But the point of it is, is this is a failed system from a former regime that our government has locked into and has brought to fruition. And one of the things that was pointed out through all this documentation, Tim, is this is nothing but communism 101. Well, I was going to say, just Uh to remind people, this is a perfect example of what we talk about on the show. You people wondering about your Republican-Democrat thing, this is it. This is the WWE. You've got Jimmy Carter coming at the end of his term, setting up the Department of Education. You've got Ronald Reagan saying it's unconstitutional, coming into office and leaving it in place, not taking it out like he said he would. He and Bush then work out this whole Russia, USA education stuff that you're pointing out right now. And that's continued on even through this administration, folks. And that's Democrats and Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. And yet you think there's a difference between the two. The agenda is moving. Yeah, they talk different, but when they do what they do, they're heading in the same direction. If you don't think so, this is Exhibit A right here, as, as far as I'm concerned. This is one of the things that have shown. Now, would you help people understand who don't know who Charlotte Eisebert is, who she okay. was, and what she did? Okay. Charlotte Iserbite is a legend for those of us who are opposed to any and every bit of what we see happening from the U.S. Department of Education. She was one of the chief officers in the U.S. Department of Education under Ronald Reagan's administration. And uh, one of the resources that we have for you today She's on an interview, and she tells you in the interview, it was during Reagan's administration that when she found out the real plans for what was going to happen, not only in American public classrooms, but across the land and across the ages, she blew the whistle. Now, she ended up getting fired for it, but she's gone on to do monumental research into pointing us to, first of all, This is not an American system. Second of all, here's all the documentation that proves it. And one of the things that I sent you, Tim, in Messenger that was before the one about the wolf in sheep's clothing is dated 1976. It was translated from Russian into American, and it was called the Science and Tech Revolution and the Revolution in Education And I'm going to spell the gentleman's name because I cannot pronounce it. It's T-U-R-C-H-E-N-K-O. This is from 1976. We were celebrating our 200th anniversary as a free nation. And this is what our government was setting up. 
Well, it's because the people are not paying attention. Right. They're they're not paying. I, in fact, when you when you say that, I can remember my mom dressing me up like a little revolutionary guy, and us being at church. I can. They still have the picture on one of their dressers or something. And the bicentennial quarter came out then uh, that we had at the time. I, I mm-hmm. didn't even know any of this stuff was going on, and yet it's happened. It's been happening under our nose ever since. Um, okay. Right. It has. So, w- but you were able not just to find that document that we talked about before. You were able to find something else too, right? Some other information. Yes, yes. The okay. the nineteen seventy six one that I sent you. So yeah, we can have that for everyone to read because these are, if not hundreds of pages, they're way more pages than we have time to go through. But this will, if you're not convinced, this has been a setup by both political parties, this will absolutely prove it to you. And one of the things that I wanted to point out to folks was in my latest article, and Charlotte has read it, Tim, and she thought it was phenomenal. Uh, So I'm not bragging on myself. I'm just letting you know that this woman who is such an icon is so thankful that I'm bringing this back to attention because people are forgetting. Now, if you'll show that school choice image for just a moment, please. One of the things that I point out in this particular article is that the Centers for uh, the Center for Responsible. Oh, phooey. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, hang on. Sorry okay. about that. You That's get okay. so many things going, you forget what you're doing. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure which uh, thing you're wanting uh, that, me to show. Uh, the umbrella was fine. Okay. Yeah, the umbrella was fine. I just wanted to. Um, Okay, the CRC Foundation cross-posted in 2017, okay? They cross-posted an opinion piece that was written by one of the people at CRC who's supposed to be fiercely independent and constitutionally minded, and they were seeing the praises of adult charters. And if you look at this particular umbrella under the Every Student Succeeds Act, charters are among those who receive federal funding. Now, this, again, is for supposedly K-12 through education. But, Tim, how many times have we quoted page 17 where it said all education had to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act? And it's by that particular act being embedded, Tim, that we now encompass adults as well. So while the Department of Education is showing you, okay, we're giving you federal funds over here for K through 12, what they're not showing you is we're also giving you funding over here for adult charters, which are taxpayer funded because they're public charters. They're also public private partnerships because these charter schools are fascist in nature, because they use private organizations with public money, thereby squashing out the people's voices. So again, this is another assault on our form of government. It's also an assault on our taxpayer funds. But the Department of Education supposedly is straightforward with their K-12 education funding. I can find that the adult funding is broken up in several different areas. One even includes nanny state childcare so the parents can go to school to get that workforce prep education. Well, this leads um, 
this leads to to something that uh, we're dealing with uh, currently, and that is this idea that when the when the I don't want to get into election stuff, but the fact of the matter is the people can deal with this at the local level. They can shut this off if they want to. This is part of what we talked about on Monday about the church coming forward and saying, well, wait a minute, you guys aren't supposed to be taking federal dollars for this stuff because the feds aren't supposed to be funding it. They aren't supposed to be writing legislation on it. They aren't supposed to be having a say in our children's education. And so with with that said, you've done that. We've played you going to your your uh, city and county council, right? We, we've shown that. We had Dr. Diamond showing... Um, Christians going and speaking out against the uh, immorality of certain things in their particular areas. This is, instead of you guys worrying about Trump or Biden, either one of them's taking you down a tyrannical road that leads at the door of the New World Order. That's what both of them do that. But this issue right here, they can have a say so right there in their local community. This is why the local politics is the real politics. Because if you've got some people with spying and character, they can stand up to things like this. Right. But here's where the government, even local level, will come back at you like they try to like, like they come back to me when I speak out. We have to have jobs. We have to have an economy. And if we don't get these kids started early, we're not going to have jobs and we're not going to have an economy. So therefore, you just don't like our system. No, it's not I don't like your system. It's that your system is setting these children up to fail. And now that we see it's encompassing adults, Tim, what is that going to do? That's going to continue to set up a failing system where the government offers a phony solution and then rushes in with their saving grace of, yes, we have education that will get you a better job faster. I mean, even here in North Carolina, the new community college campaign if you will. You want to move up in your job, want a new job, or maybe you just want to improve your income. Well, come to a community college where we have H-I-R-E education standards. Now, I've researched the N-C-H-I-R-E, and it is nothing but the State Department of Commerce and the State Department of Businesses or the group of businesses that are running this. It's no more about education than the man in the moon. It has everything to do about let's get you on that workforce track so that we can do what the government assigned you to do. And one of the things in Charlotte's interview, she tells you this is set up on a Russian quota system economy where let's say you want, you're, you're going back to, um, adult education because you know that welding is a big deal, okay? And you go and you get that education only to find out that when you go to sign up for the job, the government only needed 10 welders and you were welder number 11 and you're out of luck. You don't get a job. Therefore, you don't eat. Yeah, or you become dependent upon the government one way or the other. And, And that's the point. Yep. That's the point, to become totally dependent, because that is what this system is about. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Well, can, can, we um, say this? can we say this? I think when I think when these guys are telling you, well, you don't like our system. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, we don't like your corrupt system. You don't like our Constitution, which says federal government has no say-so in this. Mm-hmm. This is what Captain mm-hmm. Carl was getting at yesterday. 
He's constantly emphasizing Tenth Amendment law. Where you guys, where we didn't authorize you, you don't have any say-so. At the state and local and, and levels, we need to be calling out our representatives and say, wait a minute, guys, you swear an oath to the U.S. Constitution, too. You don't get to, if you, put, if you take that money because you think we need jobs and jobs can't be created. And by the way, let me just pitch this for tomorrow. Yes, I will be live. There will be a special Thanksgiving show. And guess what? It's going to be about real history of Thanksgiving. William Bradford kind of history, okay, straight from his own pen. And we're going to see about those job things. What, what, what happened to this rugged individualism where people are entrepreneurs, where they're, they're farming and where they're taking care of themselves instead of they're all, everybody's just dependent upon somebody else to give them a job? I, look, I get it. I'm not opposed to jobs. The Bible says that the masters are supposed to treat their slaves, or we could say employers to employees, we're to, you know, they're to treat them well. They're not to mistreat them. We're, we're also told that the slaves or the employees are to do their work as unto their masters or their employers as unto the Lord. So there's nothing wrong with having a job. But the fact of the matter is, even from our earliest beginnings, there was rugged individualism. There isn't a lot of that going on now. Everybody's dependent on, upon some corporation or something else that does that. Now, that's just going to be a taste of what we're going to have tomorrow because I want to get to some of the issues of real history there that is being t- turned on its head. Uh, you know, white guys were the really bad guys. And, and there's no doubt that there's some history of some bad things that happened. But the fact of the matter is that is that is far from the history uh, that we read about from those who are actually there rather than revisionists. So just a little plug for that tomorrow. But I, I think that falls in line with some of the things that you're talking about. The difference then and the difference now. And the fact that Russia is the one driving this stuff. That's This is what ought to cause people's eyeballs to be awake. And it didn't come through Democrats, guys. By the way, it didn't come through Democrats. It came through, it started with Republicans. People who are said to be the real conservatives. Ronald Reagan, my goodness. I mean, ugh. All right, Tim, in the email, if you'll go to resource number eight, that is the Google document or the book showing the United Nations with Russia and the United States on education. And we'll use pages 83 through 87. Is this it here? Uh, Or is? it It was resource number eight here. All right. In the email. Gonna have to go nope, over here. That's not it. Hold Number on. Eight. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta I gotta pull it up. <laughs> I got several things here that I have. I open. know you do. <laughs> I know you do. All right. There it, people, there it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yep. There it is. There it is. Okay. Now you see up at the top it says harmful UN programs are undermining Americans' educational system. And then look down and who do you see? The guy I just named. Yeah. And if you look back up, you're going to see the school to work, which is what this actually is, this K through 80. You'll also see that President Eisenhower, and he's the idiot who gave us the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, as well as the Higher Education Act. Yeah, it, And that's what all this BS is based in or, or, or thrown into. Well, yeah, and I think this is the this is the thing that we're talking about. And again, if we could if we could use this just to get people out of this right left Republican Democrat kind of mindset mm-hmm. to see they're both playing the American people. Until we put a stop to it, it isn't going to stop. 
Exactly. Now, in resource number nine, I have a short video, if we have time for it. It gives the fascist nature of charter schools, okay? And this is one of the things that Charlotte has, has pointed out for years as well, but a lot of people either don't know Charlotte or understand just how valuable she is to our nation. So here we are bringing up the same stuff. Uh, it's, it's absolutely vital in this war versus the core to have people, okay, you may not come from the same background, but you're finding the same information. Duh, there's something going on. Right. Now, are we wanting to play this little video? If you would, please, if we have time. Yep. All right, here we go. As soon as it comes up. Well, good afternoon, anti-Fed Ed Warriors. Lynn Taylor, Common Core Diva here. No, you're not going to see me today because what I would like to do is be able to focus your attention on some of the latest things that are going on in education that I've either noticed or people have sent me messages about. Um, since my laptop is dead, I'm having to do what I can between my cell phone and my tablet uh, as far as getting information out there. So this is why you're just going to see the screen on my um, tablet. Um, since my computer is down, if anyone would like to help sponsor me by getting a new one, if you go to CommonCoreDiva.com and click on the donate button, that will take you straight to PayPal. And uh, any efforts towards that would be greatly appreciated. I'm not begging, uh, but you know, uh, I know so many people rely on the fact of all the news that I get them and not being able to write is uh, very painful physically for me because that's how I feel so connected to everybody. But anyway, we're going to start with the latest news from the Department of Education. And as you can see, I have um, their news tab open. And the way that you can find that is go to ed.gov news, okay? And then you'll see Secretary DeVos has announced more than $131 million in new funding to create and expand high-quality public charter schools. Okay, so let's click on that one and see what's going on. Because what you'll find out is not only will state agencies get this, but you also see state educational agencies, more than 10 nonprofit organizations, and it's $131 million in new grant funding. Now, as we know, public uh, charters are a move towards fascism in education. We've talked about that in the Every Student Succeeds Act. We also know that charters and uh, charters, public or private, will receive government funding. Therefore, they have to align to the same post-secondary standards. All right, so you'll see here that this does tie into the Every Student Succeeds Act. And if you want this particular press release, just look for this one, the $131 million. But let's look and see. All right, in, Arcan uh, excuse me, in Alaska, we have a charter school development, RASA development yeah, fund that is there. tied to a politically activated one of the things, if you'll look up, you'll see 70% of opportunity zones, all right? That was one thing I failed to point out during that particular recording. Opportunity zones are part of this uh, system that will divide your state or your region into the haves and the have-nots that the government controls. And it's part, it is part of these, okay, we have all these jobs here. This is a prosperous area, so you're going to be trained in this. And so this is where you will work. This is where you will live. So that's what those opportunity zones are. 
Okay, and for some reason, guys, sorry, my uh, my system is just stuck picking this up here. I don't know what's happened. Um, and uh, it looks like, I don't know if you guys are even getting the stream. If you guys can come back and let me know if you're getting the stream. I know the guys on the radio are hearing, so we'll just continue oh. with that. Okay, the, it just oh. now changed. It just now changed, so we're good. Okay, sounds good. All right, do we have time to play the timestamps from Charlotte's recent interview so that we can tie all this together? Sure. Uh, if you let me know which thing that we're looking number at. Number 10. The- it was, the, yeah, number 10. Her okay. recent interview, and then I give you the timestamp you'll need. All right, let me see. Ugh. I had all this open, or this particular thing was open. Um, so give me just a second. For whatever reason, the uh, the computer here is kind of, or, or the system is Wrong. locked on to this, well, this issue here. While, this you're setting, okay, here it goes. while you're setting there it that up, let me tell folks what to listen for, okay? Okay. During these timestamps that Tim's going to play for us, you want to listen out for Reagan and Gorbachev's polytechnical agreement, Mark Tucker, the quota system, charters, a totalitarian economy, regional, regional government, the K through age eighty workforce, the lifelong learning, and more about President Reagan. Okay. All right. Now, do I, am I just going to hit it, and they're they're going to have this? You've already got it broken up, or do I got places I got to skip? No, you need you know you need to go specifically to these particular ones because right. this particular host. Drones on for quite a while, and we don't have time for that. We just okay. want to hear Charlotte. Where do we need to go? 719 is your very first one, and you're going to end it at 901. Okay, we'll get close enough to it. To... Yeah, that's uh, good. All right, here we go. That's good. Dumbing down of America. Reveals certain practices integrated into the American public education system that eliminate a parent's home influence on the child and instead... Isabet argues, mold the child's thinking patterns into that of a member of the proletariat and into that of a socialist collectivist world. Wait, but Ian, aren't we beyond the Cold War? This is Isabet's argument. She asserts that these principles originate from plans formulated by the Andrew Carnegie Foundation for the Advancement of Education and the Rockefeller General Education Board. Her book details the psychological methods used to implement and put into effect such changes. The Carnegie Corporation's Conclusions and Recommendations Report is documented as proposing to, this is the quote, use the schools to change U.S. capitalist economic system to a lifelong communist planned economy. I believe that's the 1930s. Isabet today argues that a Reagan-Gorbachev education agreement in the 80s is, because it's still in effect and was then, aimed at brainwashing Americans to reject traditional American values in favor of humanistic globalist agenda in something you probably had no idea existed called the United States. Nations Agenda 2030. That would be the year 2030. Okay, all right. So here, here's something I, I just want to point out to people in in the chat, because, again, 
the 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 argument that's being made in there by some is oh the the, the current administration is for the people guys the current administration is driving this communist education. Him, his wife, his daughter, his Department of Education, they're driving this. This is not for America. This is for a communist new world order. And if you don't believe it, go to the USMCA. That is the setup of global government. You, you're just not paying attention. You're, you're not paying attention to what's going on. To sit here and keep arguing that is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I just I see no, no, people no, doing fine. it and they're not seeing just, it. Let me address that. Though. Yeah, let me ahead. address that. For go those ahead. who think that this administration is for the people, stop smoking dope. It's not. This is the administration that is promoting nothing but a national workforce governing board yep. that takes the place of state-level government. This is the administration who is propping up the STEM apprenticeships, the career tech education. These two funding programs are getting billions of dollars because it is taking corporate money and is putting it in federal government legislation. So do not tell me I have too much evidence, as does Charlotte, as does Anita Hogue, as does Alice Linehan, and so many others about this regime that's been building for years has nothing to do with we the people. So wake up. Yep. Yep. Well said. All right. Where's the next clip that we're going to? Okay. The next clip we want at the 19-minute mark, and we're going to go to the 24-12-minute mark. I believe this is where we'll hear Charlotte. Okay. All right. Here we go. It is saying parents do not own their children. They have no natural right to control their child's education. Is it that that you came out and was were opposed to? Well, I was opposed to uh, that particular grant, uh, Better Education Skills Through Technology. That wasn't. I mean, I've been opposed to John Goodlatte's philosophy for many, many years, and actually I will say that it was his project, uh, which included four books, uh, that uh, took over the whole education system in the United States. And I found that, that project, that grant, uh, that was just one of the grants I found, but probably that was the major one. The one I got myself fired for and leaked was Project Best, Better Education Skills Through Technology. And I guess the reason, my main reason for for uh, leaking that document to human events uh, was there were other things that were probably even worse than this, but when I saw in it a, a page marked confidential in that particular grant, technology one, which would put the uh, computer curriculum in, which they wanted, the department had developed, and all the different education groups had developed, into every school in the nation, you know, uh, that bothered me a lot. I was a former school board member. That really bothered me. But when I saw this page, it's, I'm not kidding you, it says confidential on it. It says what we can control and manipulate at the local level. And then it listed the, the, uh, the, the uh, choosing of the advisors, the curriculum content, the task force, everything. And that really got me, because I think it was having been a local school board member uh, in Maine. And I always knew, when I was on the board, that everything that the federal government funded, the federal government controls, right? And so I, I was uh, very, uh, very aware of change agent activities 
in my particular school district. I think Maine was a pilot, uh, maybe the pilot, for education change from what you know in your head, academics, to what you can do, perform, how you can perform for the global elite, right? I always say it's spinning off profits, using our children lifelong. And uh, that's what's going in now. So I, I don't know. It would be difficult to ask me. Uh, I've been through, I know many of them well, change, the change agents, the education change agents. I've known them. I work with them. I know them. I mean, and how many programs I've looked at that were absolutely devastating. I, I would hate to have to make a list. You know, my, it, it would be impossible. My book has all of it in it, The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America. You know, it's a free PDF on the Okay, Lynn, that's as yep. far as you wanted to go, wasn't it? Right, yeah. Okay. And it is available. You also can find her book uh, for a fee as well. Let's move to the 2630 mark, Tim, and then we're going to stop it at 2807. Okay, here we go. Not just our children. Uh, I have a incredible quote on the at the top of the letterhead from the National Alliance of Business in the 1990s, which said kindergarten, I hope your listeners are sitting down now, <laughs> I do hope, <laughs> especially the older ones, you know, who may be 80 years old, okay, be better sit down. It, it says, National Alliance of Business says, kindergarten through age 80, mm. workforce training. Wow. Eight, zero. Oh, Wow. That's disgusting. Oh, wow, yes, and that is what it is. And it's uh, what's gosh. happening. It's been in the works for many years. goes way back to the early 1900s. And uh, it's using the community lifelong. Everybody in the community is controlled. Uh, uh-huh. And they'll get their health. And, well, it's a pure communist system going in right now. Uh-huh. And uh, they had to have the, the workforce training. You know, they, they got it to, you know, fuzzy, nice-sounding, you know, school choice. Hmm? That sounds good, doesn't it? But if you go back to the 40s and you check the Chamber of Commerce's agenda, a terrible agenda, they supported regional government, they supported school vouchers, they supported they support everything that uh, Americans, if they knew... They probably would not be involved with the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and so it's not, it's been going on for so long. And, uh, you know, I've lived it. I mean, I can, I used to give interviews years and years ago, and, you know, I had all these sticky things, yellow stickies all over the dining room table. Sure. Yeah. Because I couldn't remember, you know, I got to talk about this guy. Talk about that. I mean, I, I could give an interview in my sleep now. Uh, <laughs> It's just, you know, I mean, uh, hopefully I would, you know, determine what was the most important thing that day that people wanted to know. But my head, my whole head is just jammed with this dreadful treason. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis, you know, he, he, he's great because he says things in a few words, which I don't. But I, he, <laughs> you know, he said when training beats education, hmm. civilization, dies. There you go. 
All right, Lynn, um, yep. do you want to, you want to address, one. you want to address some of that, that she just said? Uh, well, she told you, you know, there it is. K through 80. Well, here, so here, I'm, I'm making this stuff up again. We've got people who think, well, this is the, the quote unquote, the liberals. This is the Democrats guys. This lady was the Department of Education secretary under Ronald Reagan. He wasn't a Democrat. Nope. This, was, this was carried on by George H.W. Bush. It was carried on by Bill Clinton. It was carried on by, who was the next guy in line? George W. Bush, the, then Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka. And it's being carried on by the current administration. And it will be carried on by the next administration, too. If you think this is just Democrats, you don't have your eyes open. You're not woke. If you think you're awake, you're not. You're still sleeping. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just and, um, to make clear. Before we do the last clip of Charlotte's <laughs> interview, I want to. I want to. Um, I just did a uh, huge taping uh, with WATBTV about uh, her June over in Tennessee, and um, so I had some notes here. But just to help everyone understand this, okay? The workforce preparation, career tech education, and STEM ties have grown since George H.W. Bush's New World Order Declaration. Started with Carter's bringing in the Department of Education. Uh, Reagan continued it. And then here we have George the Bush who comes in with his New World Order Declaration. Clinton extended it with Gold 2000, which was school to work. Bush the second, no child left behind. We know much how much of a train wreck that was. There was also career tech education even then. Obama carried it on with Every Student Succeeds Act and the STEM Act of 2015. And then Trump has continued it up with ramping up the career tech education, the workforce press prep, the apprenticeships and the school choice fallacies that are wiped out by page 17 of Every Student Succeeds Act, where it says all education has to be aligned to the same workforce readiness standards. So you cannot tell me that list is only liberals. It, is, it was supposedly conservatives. Now, in Charlotte's interview that we're listening to, she will tell you that there are groups like Heritage Foundation. They're supposed to be ultra conservative. Hillsdale College and some of these others that are in my article that are also in with this National Business Alliance are in on this. So she's calling these people not conservatives, neoconservatives. Yep. And that's who's really screwing up our nation. But let's play that last clip of Charlotte's interview, if you will, Tim. That's going to be at the 3225 timestamp, and we're going to run it to 3350. And we got we, we can expect him to bring all the neoconservative Trotskyites on board, which happened. And I was in the office where it happened. I was in the office where they had that phony nation at risk, big bandwagon. All the Americans fell for it. You know, create the problem, people scream. The dumbing down rights, people scream, and then you can impose any solution you want. But anyway, uh, the, the, the index has the Zeitlin quote, which is useful. The Zeitlin quote's useful. The Carnegie Conclusions and Recommendations, there's good stuff in my book on that. You don't even have to go to my son's website. Okay. That's useful. But the index, if you look at it, you're going to see hundreds of, of groups and associations and people Perhaps you've never heard of those people. I, I know them backwards and forwards now, but their goal, 
was to absolutely destroy the Republic of the United States of America, which we are. We're meant to be a republic, everybody. Right. Everybody calls it a dem- democracy. Even, even Chief Justice what, Roberts, when he was yeah. inaugurated yeah. or whatever he was, I couldn't believe it. Including the current president, he called too. It a democracy. He referred to our country as a democracy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, that's a good example of the dumbing down. Uh-huh. The republic mm-hmm. for which we stand. Yeah, I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And if people just would think about that one thing, and how many people know that? that I mean, I'll- Well, the people here at uh, on Sons of Liberty know it because we have to correct everybody who says something stupid like that. Um, we have we have to constantly do that, and uh, so right. if you're if you're on the Sons of Liberty, then then you get that. And by the way, um, when we talk about this, the one thing we always go back to is the fact that the state isn't the one to educate your kids. People, they're just not. Uh, you are the ones who are responsible for that. That God gave those kids to you. So it's parents. Deuteronomy chapter six. You're to have the things that God taught you in your heart, and then you're to diligently teach them to your kids. So if the education is to happen correctly, it's to happen through the jurisdiction of the family. That entire interview of Charlotte's Tim is well over an hour, but I would encourage everyone when you have an hour, or a little over an hour, go back and listen to it. Uh, this particular interview has happened within the past year or so. So this is a fairly recent one. Um, that'll be in the resources as well for you. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we really need to point out before we go. Oh, yes, Tim, if you would, I want us to point out the fact that the Organization for Economic Co-op, uh, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development as an adult competency, a competency assessment known as the PIAAC, and that stands for the Program of International Assessments for Adult Competency. And I sent you, that's resource number one. Let's look at that real quick, okay? I want to show people because I know we're getting close okay, to time. I didn't, and I didn't if we bring, have time to go over, the, um, we do that. Is this your article? Is that correct? No, I'm sorry. It's in the email. Yeah, it's I resource got, number one. I got the uh, resources for audience, and then we're going back to this. Yeah, links, okay. for to, links gotcha. to show the audience. It was number one, the gotcha. OECD's Adult Competency Assessment. All right, we got it. Okay. You'll see there's a video there. If you'll scroll down just a little bit, Tim. All right, there it is in slide form presentation. You want to look for slides 5, 10, 12, 16, 19, and 20. And what you'll see when you see those particular slides, everyone, is this is how involved America is in all this. So this is all about competency, credentialing. We've been over this, and this is part of that awful system that goes, hey, if you're not credentialed, you're not going to get a job. So that's exactly what those slides are about. Then if we can show people real quick, the U.S. Department of Education's adult profile in education, that was number two. Okay, I think I had, I thought I had these open in a particular way where I can uh, open up, but that's my We're all good. It's number, yes, number two. Yeah, if you look, that was, yeah, this is the profiles of adult, so this is who the department is targeting and what they're supposed to have. And if you look at pages one, 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 two, and one, three, you will see 
you'll be able to read this for yourselves, everyone, what their targets are. And it's not about how smart you are. It's about how trained you are. And it gives an overview of the program. It tells you in this document, Tim, that according to their definition, an adult starts at the age of 16. So this is how this was one of the back doors that was used for the Every Student Succeeds Act to say, oh yes, while we're at it, the K through 12 education system has 16 year olds in it. So we'll go ahead and open it up to adults. And that encompassed not only the 16 to 24 age group, which is a global group of adults, but it also encompasses up to what Charlotte has found, which is up to age 80. Now, the reason why 16 to 24 is so targeted is if you look at the UN and their um, sustainable development goals, if you look at the European Union and some of their programs, it targets that age group because if they're not in school, Tim, they need to be in a job. They can't just be a person trying to figure out what they want to do. They can't just be, you know, have time to, to live. No, if you're not in school, you have to be at work. And that's what we're setting up here in America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what's going on. And uh, what I want to encourage people to do is to go to the Common Core Diva dot com website. If you if you appreciate what Lynn brings to us every Wednesday, she's here every Wednesday, guys, and she doesn't come just to tell what's in her head well i mean it's in her head but just off the top of her head she comes with documentation and she's warning you of what's coming on what's coming on your children my children our grandchildren what's being put and on now us, I mean, us. It, yeah it sounds like it sounds like winston out of 1984 is what it sounds like that they're trying to do in any right. case go there and support her uh if you're able if you feel led to do that and uh, lynn i'm going to give you about 30 seconds if you want to tell people where they can find out more about you uh, so they can follow your work as well. Okay. All right. You can find me at commoncordiva.com. Of course, there's the donate button. Archives will be there. If you doubt any of this, just type in adult charters. You'll get everything. Tim's going to be wonderful and give you all the resources I gave him, as well as all the resources I embedded for you. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And in December, we're checking out what the Bible says about education. That's a month-long theme. Yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be great. Uh, Lynn, we appreciate you as always. And guys, again, tomorrow, yes, I'm going to be here. I can't speak for Bradley. He'll be here at 3 p.m. today. Uh, you can check him out on our YouTube and our Facebook pages as well as GCN. And um, tomorrow, special Thanksgiving show, we're going to do some history. And in fact, if you want to call in, you got something that you're thankful to God for, love to take your calls on that too. So until then, see ya. <laughs>